Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Bijou Podcasts. Hello and welcome to Couple Goals or hashtag Couple Goals question mark as some people refer to it. No one refers to it like that, babe. Yes, they do. Some <laughs> people might do that. They might refer to it. Um, my name is Ben Jenkins and this is my beautiful, beautiful wife, Stacey. That's right. Hey guys, we are a couple based in Sydney uh, and are doing a podcast f- tracking the, the first... The first year of our baby boy. Yes. The first year of his life mm. with us mm. and us with him. Mm. Season one was uh, tracking getting him. Um, so the trying to conceive journey. And mm-hmm. we weren't really sure what season two would be, if we'd continue that or how we'd roll with it. Um, but yeah, we've kind of gone with what is present for us. Mm. Well, it's at, been an adventurous moment. year already, mm. hasn't it? Mm-hmm. Um, a lot which, has gone on. Which is what we're going to focus on today. Yes. Oh, no, we're not. We did that last week. <laughs> oh, my God. I'm so oh, tired. I'm so tired, so tired. Okay, so but first of all, first of all, I've got to do a bit of housekeeping. Yeah, right. Because you like me to do a bit of housekeeping. Well, I... I I look for you now to do that because I technically am off the clock yeah. of work and yeah. I am... You're, you're the supporting cast right here. Well, I'm trying I'm to be. I'm the lead act, I'm I? trying to be. But that, I mean, the the kind of game show voiceover is yeah. making me cringe Okay, so I'll work on badly. that next time. I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm really putting it on for a bit of fun and a bit of levity. Yeah, I know, yeah. but people... Okay, I'm getting my egos like in massively in... Just out of the work, this world it's today. It's been a big day of ego. Yeah, yeah I know. Yeah. It's really hushing up for me. Fight or flight. Uh, anyway, let's crack on. Let's mm-hmm. crack on. Mm-hmm. Uh, housekeeping, sorry, babe. Housekeeping, yeah. yeah. You can follow uh, said story um, on Instagram. Uh, you can follow Stacey uh, at Stacey June mm-hmm. or myself mm-hmm. uh, at Benno Jankola. Mm-hmm. Um, and go in there and uh, see what we're up to. Mm-hmm. The same place where you can ask us questions, which in this episode mm. as well, we are going to start to do that. So at the end, we'll answer one, a question that we've selected for this week. Correct. Um, if you do have questions for us, sometimes I'll put a question box up, but feel mm. free to DM either of us at any time. Yeah. Um, you can also email podcasts at stacyjune.com if you'd like. Yeah. And we'll get to mm. one question at the end of each app. Mm. We'll attempt to. Yeah. We've yes. got the timer on today. We do babble. Yeah. Last week we babbled. Um, oh my god! I saw season. So the first episode of this season was an hour and a half. Ben, which one? Oh, the, 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 home? the birth story. I looked at yeah. it today. I did not yeah. realize yeah. it was that long. I was like, "Yeah, that was this a big one." Embarrassing. Like coming from a radio background, I, oh my god, I had to get my breaks. Like I would yeah. tell a full story in three minutes, and I looked at that and was like, "But honestly." So hit us up if you got through that saga. Yeah, that's a that's a big one. That's like a Tolstoy novel. That yeah, one. let us know if you listened to the mm. whole thing because if you did, that's incredible. And look, mm. to be fair, I listened to. Many a birth stories, yeah. um, maybe yeah. across a couple of days, that I was quite interested. So I think it it is relevant if you're in that space. Yeah. But if you're yeah. not, oh my god, as if you're listening to yeah. the whole thing. Yeah, well, you know, who knows? Shout out to those of you who did. Yeah, love you. <laughs> um, so uh, on this episode, we're going to talk about sleep. It's one of those big things that uh, whenever you you're about to have a baby, you know, in my case and in many people's case in their work environment. You say, you're going to have a baby and you're like, whoa, 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 get some sleep now while you can. It's Clock small. it in the bank. I hate that crap. I know. I hate um, so much of the small talk yeah, that comes yeah. with parenting yeah. and that comes with becoming parents. I, yeah, yeah. I just, and I think that so many people dumb themselves down by inserting comment here. Yeah, like, yeah, what they think they should say. Yeah, I don't even think they have, a, that a lot of people give it much thought. It's mm, just mm. like what rolls out of the tongue and because parenting is the most prehistoric job anyone's ever done. Yeah. It's like it's embedded the in job. us. Yeah, it's been embedded in us to say all this bullshit. Yeah, yeah. I just look at people... Oh, I've got no barely any tolerance for any of that now. You're on a, you're, you're on a knife edge today. So oh, yeah, I should let's, give let's, that. Let's let's let's. And when I say ego earlier, I think it's also because I sit in this podcast, and sometimes, like, I am on a, some form of maternity leave. So mm-hmm. Ben kind of drags me kicking and screaming to do this at the moment. Mm-hmm. And I, once I get here, I feel 
obviously, as those of you would know me that have listened to my shows before, very comfortable yeah. and probably take over. Yes. But loves a chat. I'm, I, there's something in me that still has a bit of resistance. I'm starting to kind yeah, of come yeah, out of my yeah. show with it. But yeah. um, so the ego sits here and goes, it's in the bedroom. Now I'm doing a show with some rookie. Like, <laughs> like, <laughs> just, I love it. I mean, it's I all it. crap. It's all my crap. Yeah. Like, it doesn't well, I mean anything. I adore doing this show with you. I am a rookie. Yeah, but it's nothing wrong with that. That's what the whole point no. of podcasts are. I was no. a rookie when I started 10 years ago. As I said in our last episode, I'm really embracing that in these years in my life. Embracing the joys of not being the best at something. Yeah, and so should you. Not and being you a master should be so proud of that. And I... Yeah. I need to be more inspired by you from that yeah. perspective. Because um, I, when I was younger, that's it. I, I wouldn't do things purely because I was no good at it. Yeah. Like I was beginning. I was like, I can't be. I have to be perfect. It's one of those big things I think particularly blokes have a huge problem with is yeah. not being perfect at something. So, I think everybody does. I, I've yeah. never had too much of a problem with that. But now I feel like, yeah, I think this kind of work it's, it does sound, look, it's going to sound what it sounds, but it doesn't challenge me as much as it might mm. other people because it mm. is a new thing for a lot of people mm. and they're in mm. this space. Um, so I think sometimes I can get a little bit ahead of myself, mm. you mm. know. Mm. Um, so I'm just being honest here about that. Yeah, I, yeah, so my ego's been a little bit out of control today. And, and look, to bring it back and to be really to, kind of to relate it to the women listening that have had kids – you know, ego comes into play so regularly because you your identity is just completely smashed. Mm, mm. It's just so confusing in so many ways. So if you do have a bit of a day where you're feeling a little bit wobbly, such small things can trigger you because you have nothing to grab on. There's no yeah. bars. Yeah, yeah, you're not yeah. going to work. You don't have any form of consistency. Yeah. The consistency you have no isn't really about you. Yeah. It's about someone else. Like... So this sense of self is just can be on some days mm. very minor. Mm-mm. And so then if something has triggered you, it, for me, it's much – and it gets re- I get really triggered around work stuff because it was such a big part of my identity yeah. that if anything kind of sends me off a bit and I'm already in that space, yeah, uh, yeah I can just get really um, – kind of not fiery but it's just a bit defensive of where I've come from and what I've done yeah. because I feel like I'm not doing anything now yeah, so yeah, that's yeah. what I was like this morning and then even sitting in here like I'm with this rookie like you know it's just bull it's just utter you know insecurity around this transitional place I find myself you know and I I'm aware of that and I I yeah I acknowledge that yeah okay all right sleep we're going to talk about sleep um, so for me, definitely in, in the early days of, um, Bryn being earthside and in our living room, um, he, the first couple of days was, was what really set it up. I think there was, um, no sleep for like 48 hours, like zero. It's so funny how we all have different, yeah, different memories. Like I don't remember too much. I remember kind of. Maybe a couple hour intervals here, three. I think we did get a few four hours, which back then, and if you're listening to this and haven't had a baby yet. Just not on the first two days. Because we, we, we did get a four hour we, block at we one point. We laboured through the night. We probably slept for 30 minutes. Oh, sorry. You mean including labour. Yeah. And then that first night when he was here, um, he was a baby, a newborn baby. So he wanted to be fed a lot. Yeah, but I think that's what I'm saying. I think we still got a bit of a four hour block in there. A four hour block, directly yeah. in that yeah, first Yeah, because night. I remember my boobs. Like, I remember, yeah, I just think you were so delirious and wired. I was probably just wired and, and yeah, yeah, and awake, very um, vigilant. A, a bit like talking of ego or agitation, it wasn't ego for you, but you certainly weren't soft, warm, and curious mm. in those few days. You were kind no. of annoyed almost. Yeah, yeah. And it was funny because it was really. A big, it was a big handbrake. It was Not a, a handbrake, it was just a. It was a it was a heavy impact. It was a very big adjustment for you to a heavy landing, function you say? in the yeah. world with such little sleep. And I think yeah. in the first couple of weeks, it became very clear that regardless of where Brim was at, he he did sleep, but he also took a very long time to sleep. Mm. So if you're including from feed to feed, it is very minimal time that he's out of your arms. So yeah. like say for example. 
you feed every, I don't know, three hours, mm. which was about average for us. It's kind of blowing my mind of how hard it is to go back to that time. It was only yeah. four months ago, five months yeah, ago. Yeah, yeah. But if he was to feed every three hours, so you feed in the, and a feed is included in that. So mm. you've got to teach him how to feed. So it might take 40 minutes, right? So this is the, the clock's on. So you're already at what, 2.15. And then you're putting him down to kind of like try and sleep, so which would often take us at the absolute least half an hour because yeah. he was not a boob then straight to sleep boy. Yeah. He was always needed to be settled oh, to yeah. lay down on his yeah. own. Yeah. And we co-slept for a bit too with him. It didn't matter where we put him. Yeah. He needed to be patted to go yeah, to sleep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that could go from anywhere from maybe an hour, a half an hour to an hour, an hour and a half sometimes, yeah. some nights, really, you know, rough nights. Mm-hmm. So then count back. We're already at two and a half hours. He basically almost needs to feed again. Yes. <laughs> and but, but to him, he's been sleeping that time pretty much. Kind like, of, yeah. yeah. So we were kind of awake. I mean, obviously you count the feedings from when he wakes. So it doesn't really work out that simply. But it was a bit of a head if. You were like, when do you actually sleep? Because yeah. then you have to go to sleep, try and get yeah. what you can get. And then you're up again feeding yeah. him. So it, it is an adventure though, that first like week or so. Like you, you're literally running on... You know, you, you've probably had, you know, the, the standard eight hours sleep across a whole week. Yeah, yeah that's a, a bit of an exaggeration. It is, a but you know what I mean. You but love you, to you, you're kind of, but you're kind of enjoying stuff. it because neither of you are working. You're you're off. He is your main focus. He is your job, and you're all doing it together. You know, so it's kind of exciting. And it's interesting because I do say you exaggerate stuff with how bad it was, but at the same time, I actually think I with when it has come to sleep, I've downplayed it a little bit with my exhaustion levels. Mm. And there's two interesting parts of this. And I, you should share how you coped with that early days. I'll share. We've got a, a stirring baby at the moment looking mm. at him. He's learned Talking how to sleep. crawl. I'm looking at him sleep on a little camera screen. He's learned how to crawl. And yeah, sleep has just been thrown out the window this week. But mm-hmm. again, you know, a couple of wake-ups through the night until he figures out that he can go back to sleep. It's nothing crazy. Yeah. But again, yeah. this is me, right? I play. I don't play it down, but... I think we both go a bit extreme. Like I'm kind of like, it's fine, it's fine, it's a ba- it's natural, it's mm. natural. Like I never want anyone to feel like babies not sleeping is something that they should is bad. Like yeah. I think it's natural in terms of the way I want us to make him feel. Yeah. Um, but what it can do by me kind of downplaying it, and because I cope quite well with minimal sleep, yeah, is I can underestimate my fatigue. Yeah. So what I learned early days was I can survive off no sleep. Yeah. I can run the show months on end with no sleep. Yeah, me too. Ben, <laughs> I was about to say you have to give your experience next. Yeah, I'm But joking. I literally didn't nap, wouldn't do – I would feed him every three, four hours max. Yeah. Uh, and he was like, oh, you know, I would read the mum's groups and they were like one hour, two hours. Or whatever. Mm, so we did mm. get, it sounds like not a lot, but at times we were getting, you know, I was having the average kind of just before 12, around two, anything before two, anything between 11 and two felt like a fucking slap in the face. Yeah. We got around two, we'd have another one around four mm. and then he'd be up, you know, like mm, it mm. wasn't, it, it was fairly average-ish, whatever yeah. that looks like. I don't know. But it seemed to make sense for me. Mm. And um, and for him. And so, but I wouldn't nap. I wouldn't nap when he napped, which is such a bullshit throwaway comment again, like we were saying earlier. And I what do you survived. Mean? What do you mean throwaway comment? Nap when, you, when the baby naps. All these no, yeah. kind of comments that don't, they're all just redundant well, you comments. Could oh. <laughs> it's just not, it's not that simple. Yeah, okay. I just don't think it's that simple. I just don't yeah. think you can just... Someone has decided they want to sleep. Well, yeah, so therefore right. you're supposed to go, yeah. oh, okay, I will go to sleep now too. Switch. There's also a lot work. of other things it's, you can do. It's Make fucking food. light outside. Yeah. You're kind of like, oh my God, I'm going to take a piss. Yeah, yeah. Oh my God, I haven't eaten in seven hours. Yeah. But no, it's just not that simple. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's just all these other priorities. And to yeah. be honest, like I was saying, I survive with such little sleep. Yeah. And I've always been such a party at out till the last person standing, even if I'm not drinking or whatever, I just stay out. Like yeah. I just loved to be out. So, I've seen it. I've seen it. I've witnessed it. Yeah. It's just, and I just, you haven't even probably witnessed the freaking length of gone <laughs> days. Anyway, so that's not the point. And that probably wasn't that's without another podcast. any. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, that was not with, yeah, anyway. Um, 
so I think what I've learned that I am on the extreme. So early days, I was kind of like, oh my God, these brekkie radio hours have served me well. I mm. can survive, you know, under these crazy amounts of little sleep. And then around four or five months, I started to realize that I was really unwell and incredibly mm. fatigued and mm. my body was breaking down pretty yeah. much. Yeah. Um, I thought I had mastitis all these times. I didn't. Yeah. I was working at the same time. And a lot of hormones like running through you just to confuse matters. That like, also kind of wore off yeah. too weirdly. Yeah. So you didn't have that But adrenaline. then you think, oh, is this, is this just the hormones wearing off? When, oh, it, when yeah. it was also you kind of getting fatigue. Yeah, exactly. So there were mm. all these other things happening that we didn't see the fatigue for what it was. Again. We didn't, we, in, in those terms, we didn't see it coming. No, we didn't. No. And I literally have ended up with a sort of, I don't know, a kind of early stagey autoimmune vibe. Um, yeah. Which again, I don't mean to throw that out like it's loosey goosey, but I'm not into labels and there isn't a di- official yeah. diagnosis. Yeah. But there has been, um, you know, a kind of a virus acute, acute in me. Recognition of it. Yeah, yeah. in my blood um, yeah. when we figured out what was going on that potentially could have been reactivated in my birth mm. already. And when you think about it. Or, it... or reactivated, sorry, from fatigue. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, yeah, and just and, and you end up not really looking after yourself yeah. the same way that you were before and breastfeeding. Yeah, just to, when you think about it, just to add a point to that, I only just thought about. So we found that out when we were in, in hospital, but we were in hospital because um, Bryn was throwing up, which we found out he had an allergy to bananas. Which you know? my girlfriend told me today is way more common than I realised. Right, right, right. Yeah. yeah. The pain in the bum because it's very easy to mash mm. a banana and feed it to a baby. Mm. Um, but and delicious. And delicious. <laughs> <laughs> Full of potassium. That'll keep you going. Um, but but <laughs> Sorry, that was very – that was like a dad joke. Um, <laughs> but um, when you think about it, he almost – Took you to hospital. Yeah, it was really Because it wasn't until we were there that you were actually going, you know what, I'm not doing so well either and I need to get checked out. And they put you in a wheelchair and took you to the adult emergency room. We were in the infant emergency room. Yeah. So when you think about it, yeah, he was the one that took you there. He's a little spirit baby. He is my little spirit baby. Mm. And we've always been in this beautiful stance. Mm -hmm. Um, I mean, I think he also had... Analogy to banana, and I fed him banana. Yeah, yeah. But at the same time, <laughs> but you didn't know that. No, we didn't, and no. and I just wouldn't have taken myself to hospital. And no, you wouldn't have. This you is would kind never of the point. No way. No. I'm not. I'm just not that. Not person. because you're stoic and you're like, oh, I, I can tough this out. Just because you don't really dig hospitals, you've never ever been in one, and you were like, this just isn't part of my story. No, it's not something that I lean to. Having said that. I think I really needed it. I needed that kind of wake up call. And look, not the emergency room certainly wasn't the place I got all my answers. Mm. In terms of women's health and particularly gynecological health, their response was pretty shocking, to be honest. We yeah. had some incredible EU doctors and some incredible people mm. who were very uneducated in the female body to yeah. the point where we were staying there almost overnight with a crying baby with no answers. Mm. It wasn't mastitis. I was on mastitis medication. And in the end, we figured out it was from complete fatigue and um, and some form of, you know, a um, yeah, a kind of an issue I had had previously with my body that had be, had become activated by just the absolute exhaustion levels of my experience. Mm. A bit from birth, but a bit also from the lack of sleep. So when we speak about sleep and how I dealt, just to bring it back in, I definitely, I definitely say this with a bit of a word of warning now, is just because you can cope doesn't mean you should. Yeah. I was coping what I thought was fine yeah. and was having symptoms that I thought was mastitis, which mm. actually was my body like telling me that I was so burnt out and so tired. Um, but because I'd had mastitis once, the symptoms looked very similar and yeah. we just thought it that it was It was a very easy that. diagnosis, yeah. It was very confusing. So my postpartum mm. period and, and sleep was incredibly damaging. Um, mm. for me and yeah. it's been a very big lesson yeah. to learn how even and, and, and how just, much you need sleep yeah and just to ring that back you know we've been having a lot of sleep and now Bryn's crawling mm. 
And so we fire, and we'll go through a bit of a quick fire routine uh, in it. Apologies for the beeping, by the way. That was the little baby monitor talking about sleep. Just it was uh, batteries were dying. Yeah, irrelevant. <laughs> no yeah, well, you know, you might have wondered what that little beeping was. Yeah. So, um, yeah. So coming back to now, because he's crawling, he's waking up much more regularly. Mm. So maybe it not before, just crawling. He's absorbing a lot more information. He's climbing. It's yeah. a lot going on. So he kind of wakes himself up and he can move in all these ways that he's not used to. And yeah. it's obviously physically very unsettling. <laughs> Just like if you were to wake up from a cough or something new yeah. that's going on. And, yeah, so he's awake. So he'll wake maybe at the moment like it can be anywhere, from, you know, two-ish um, you know, even just before midnight once. Mm. Um, and then we've been getting a couple of fairly early wakes. Like in the, f- we got 4.50 the other day and he was, what he was awake for yeah, that time. Yeah, that was nasty. So again, I'm, uh, I... It was, well, not nasty. It was, it was hard to kind of, without, it was, another, to was another big out, crash landing. It wouldn't go down. Yeah. But I think the thing was, is that today, again, just from maybe a week, and I've also got my cough, my anxiety cough is back a bit. Um just from a week of that kind of real irregular sleep again, I've got the aches yeah. a little bit again today. Mm. And I just know now, and even after the fact that I've gotten better mm. and then we've had a lack of sleep again, yeah. I'm so aware now that the second these things, little things happen, even if it's just for a week, mm. my body, it, I have to be so slow with it. Yeah, I think it's I think it's a really important point to note. Like when whenever you know, we all we all lean on each other's experiences a lot. You know, like so when you become a new parent, you lean on the advice and information of your friends and family mm-hmm. on what it's like to be a a, a new parent, mm. because you can read as many books as you want and you get a lot of good information from mm. those. But there's nothing like the real experience of it, you know, because everybody's experience is going to be different. But I think that's but, a good point because I think a lot of the, the examples that you just used then um, were very much built on what the baby's experience is. Yeah. I, I haven't really read that many people's experience of how they cope as people. Like everyone mm. says, oh, these throwaway comments, oh, my God, sleep's going to be so terrible. Good luck with that. But there's no one actually personally saying this affected my job. Yeah. This affected my career. Yeah. I yeah. missed a really important meeting. I yeah. had a car accident. Yeah. I was in hospital from fatigue. Yeah. It's making me upset thinking about it because yeah. it's like, where are those conversations? Where yeah. are we talking about the humans raising these babies here? Yeah, yeah, but that's that's what I that, that's what I mean. That's the, the kind of dangers of that because you know you can say, oh, you know, you come, people say, how are you? You're like, oh, I'm tired. They're like, oh, yeah, welcome to newborn life, you know, and it's like that keeps building up and then you think, oh, okay, this is just normal. This yeah, is just normal. Yeah, I'm, yeah, I'm meant yeah. to just last on three hours yeah, sleep here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then you're like, okay, I can do that. I can do that. And I and have to, like, I have to, I have to, yeah. But you don't. You need to find ways to share that burden somehow and have family help and things like that. Um, because Which we otherwise, didn't have. No, yeah. we didn't have. And we also, Otherwise you'll get to I, be where you are, you know, and, and you get, or where you were, and yeah. you just kind of crash. And you fatigue, you crashed a little bit after oh, yeah. me too. But, but even right now, I'm kind of feeling that. It's kind of built up and built up and yeah. built up. I think I've gotten to a point now where I've pushed through and we're at like eight months mm. um, where I feel like I have, you know, kind of, and that, you know, being in isolation and the things that does to your mind as well, mm. it does similar things where, you know, not having the same routine and being outside as much as you used to and getting that kind of stimulation as well as lack of sleep um, builds up to a point where you feel like, oh, geez, the world is a bit different. Sometimes mm. I go out in the morning. A bit grey, a bit wobbly. Yeah. Like, that's what I mean, wobbly today yeah. I've been. I, I go up the road and get the coffee, get the coffees after um, Bryn wakes up every morning. And sometimes I'll be walking and I've got him on my chest and I'll walk up the street and I'm like, like looking around going, oh, man. Is that a feel tree? Like I feel like I'm, feel like I'm tripping. tripping, man. Yeah, you this do. Is like, you feel like you're on drugs, man. Everything yeah, with really parenting weird. is about drugs. Okay, so tell us <laughs> about... Everything about parenting It's like a drug experience. Like oh, yeah, I felt yeah, birth yeah. was and I felt the first few weeks were and then I yeah. feel like the highs I have with him with how in love I am with him, I feel like I'm on ecstasy sometimes. Yeah. Oh, Yesterday yeah. I was just singing the soundtrack. Um, what's the one with Gaga and Bradley Cooper? The... Um, Oh, yeah. I can't remember what it's called. Uh, yeah. The anyway, Deep End song. The, the, I'm in the Deep Yeah, yeah. I was singing yeah. Shallow. I was singing it with him and I was looking into his eyes. I felt like I was in love with mm. a 13-year-old So many people boy. listening to this right now going, I can't believe you don't know what that movie's called. Uh, a Star is Born. Yeah. Yeah. I'm in the Deep End. That's it. Good one. That wasn't bad. That was pretty good. Now, because I play violin, I can sing. Oh, of course. Nah. You know your octaves. 
And your chords. I know G D A E. That's it. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Shut up! You're an my family has gone through, my brother had gone through and my friends at work and my friends in life had, had, had gone through. That's a cool thing to say. You know, yeah. I get to, I yeah. get to do this, this lack of sleep period, you know, and we were... <laughs> yeah, <I'm> so romantic. <laughs> it's yeah. such bullshit. And in the early, uh, well, the first couple of nights, like I said, was, was really tough. It was a, it was a hard landing. Um, yeah. You looked at me a few times with these eyes that, that said to me, I don't know if I can do well, this. Well, I think it, it was, was confusing because like, like we were saying, you're on, you've got hormones rushing through you and you're, you're doing okay. And I'd um, done and breakfast oxytocin. and I'd literally done breakfast radio hours. So that feeling of walking around. Jeez, like, how many times did I hear that? Oh, I've done breakfast radio. I, I, geez, I, I, can, I can do this. I can do this. No, but I more mean, I was just so familiar with that exhaustion feeling, which again, I've just pointed out is not a good thing. Yeah. yeah like yeah. I thought, yeah, I can do it. Yeah, I can do it. I was almost yeah. in awe of how, oh, I'm built yeah. for this. And so many people did say that to me that had been in Brecky Radio too. Yeah. And those kinds of jobs. Oh, you'll be fine. Yeah. I was. Yeah. But to my detriment. Mm-hmm. So those first couple of days was a bit of a hard landing. And then... Um, after that, it was pretty entertaining, but then after a few weeks, you're kind of like, oh man, this is, this is, this is really hard. I remember one night actually, I had him in the pram. Actually, that was a bit fun. Um, it was like two in the morning or three in the morning. You did this, you throw this story around all the time. Like we are so lucky. We have not had to do, put him in the car, put him outside, like ever, except for this one time. And Ben tells his story all the time. Yeah. Yeah. So I was pushing him around, um, uh, outside here, um, we live close to the beach, and it was like walking him along that that area, and there was like no one around except for these two blokes <laughs> who were just smashed in the park, and one of them was trying to pick up his mate and carry him, and yeah. it was quite entertaining. Yeah, we live in a pretty hectic area, like we live in the middle of a main beach in mm. Sydney, mm. Um, and it's got quite a nightlife actually, yeah. probably more so than Bondi. To be fair, yeah, like yeah, yeah. Oh, I wouldn't say well, more, more so, con- but it's, it's more condensed. condensed. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, um, so yeah, we did a uh, did a that once, um, but yeah, when you've got to get up every get up every couple of hours, um, and particularly when you've got to go to work as well. So once I went back to work and doing that, um, it's quite tricky. Like, and it really starts to starts to wear on you for a period where you're like, uh, like you said, like I'm like, I don't know if I can do this. This mm. is this is really tough. This is like playing mental gymnastics. How did it pl- How did it feel for you? Um, like play out during the day like how did you physically oh so yeah i was just pumping coffee so i'd get i I would i would walk up the the road i would walk up the road and and have a coffee here and then come back and bring you a coffee because that was important Uh, as as some of our best friends would say i make sure i go and get you know the coffees in the morning and bring them back um the best friends what do you mean uh your your two best friends you know when they had their second um oh yeah Journey was going up the road to get to get a coffee for Peanut and yeah. I did yeah I didn't remember yeah. that. Yeah. Right. Uh, so I started doing that, but then I would come home and then I'd get ready for work and then I'd go to work and then as soon as I get to work, put my bag down, go and get another coffee. Uh, and then you know you get through. Oh, that's right, because you're working at work at this time, mm, early mm. days before. Yeah, isolation. before before yeah. the um, isolation, and then so have lunch, and then after lunch I'd have another coffee, and then maybe even have another one after that. Fuck, man. It was the only way I could get through the day because, like, I, I'd be okay until about midday. What's that? So that's oh, how many shots would that be? Six. Um, he yeah, getting larges like every time, bro. <laughs> 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 no, I'm not getting larges every time. <laughs> only one large. Um, then, um, so I, I'd be okay until about midday, and then after midday, I'd see the the rapid kind of decline kind of start happening. And what would that feel like? What would that? Yeah. Oh, you just you're just super tired. You can't focus. Um. You kind of lose your enthusiasm. Mm. You start, you know, palming things off, going, "Okay, I can do that tomorrow. I can do that tomorrow." Mm. Or you're asking, you know, not asking, you, you know, as a manager, delegating to other people. 
Um, but then you kind of get into a rhythm and you get used to it and you're like, okay, this is, this is, uh, I can do this. But like we were saying, that's, that's where it becomes dangerous, you know, yeah. because yeah. You, you get used to it well, so much. And I think, sorry, I'm just um, swallowing one of my 14 liquids over here. If you're a friend of mine, um, most or a husband. of my besties know, or my hubby knows that I <laughs> love a beverage. have two or three two beverages, or three on, beverages the on the go at all times. So I always have a Actually, sparkling water. Do you have, a, do you have a, a hot and cold combo? Two chair. Oh, okay. But the red one's not hot. Yeah, or you could have like a... Oh, I so do. Some, sometimes they have you could have a like they serve you a long black and give you a sparkling sparkling water at the same time. Oh, delicious! So yeah. European, oh, stunning, it's absolutely stunning. It's Parisian. Um, oh, it's Parisian duh. It's fucking, it's Italian duh. Mm. Um, no, I that. love a sparkling water with a, a glass of red wine. Like it's almost like it's just sex. They just have to go together. Um, uh, and I also love a coffee. With an orange juice or potentially a coffee and a smoothie. And if I've, even back in the day when I was hungover, I would have a coffee, a sparkling water, a normal water, and a Coke. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, how get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, how to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. So before we get to a question, I want to go through a little bit around how Bryn has slept and what we've done mm-hmm. um, and how what our approach has been, I suppose. We won't go too much into this because I think, again, it's our experience. Everyone's different. But in terms of the sleep guides and settling and training, mm. I think we made quite an unconscious decision to really not touch much until about six months. Yeah. Um, and even when I started to read up about plans and, and so look, let me just say this much. I, and I shared this, it's in my highlights of, um, it's got a little baby six months next Mm, to it. So mm. I shared the links, uh, sorry, the pages I followed. So you can go there on my highlights on my Instagram page if you're interested, but I would follow a lot of sleep, um, Sleep Instagram pages where they do the Q and A's, and then I would yeah, read that, that, that was their great. Actually, that would that was incredible. really helpful. Yeah. Very, very helpful. Um, where they Even do just Q to and know A's. someone else is there, well, like you're not alone. Every person yeah. would say, "Oh, I've got a baby that's three months doing this." You yeah. know, yeah. And mothers' groups were good for that. Even though I, I couldn't keep up a lot of the time with the conversations, um, which made me feel a little bit isolated because I was working, so it was mm. just a bit much. But if I did get the time, I would scroll back like through hundreds of messages, and I would often. Yeah, learn things from what other babies were doing and just be mindful. But I did a lot of research into how things rolled. So I I was very aware of my baby's um, or our baby's awake times. And I found after a bit of, you know, here or there, figuring out kind of feedings and letting that run its own course because it changes so often that there's just absolutely, it's almost impossible for you to figure out any form of, I'm not even going to use the word routine, but kind of expectancy of mm. how he would go in one day. I would just kind of watch that. things. We, we, in those early days, we did a lot of tracking. First of all, we did yeah, the notes right, and then, and then right. you found, I remember you found there was an app. That's right, I did. To track the, the feeds and the sleep. It's yeah. called Feed Me or something. It was hilarious. Yeah. My girlfriend yeah. was like, uh, she could was see that, that I was writing down this thing in, note, in a notepad. And she was like, no, there's an app that you can track. Yeah. When was the last time that he slept? When was um, when did you last feed? Yeah. And then you could kind of work things out back from there. So I had all that data yeah. essentially. So yeah. then over time I started to see what his patterns were and tried to kind of immerse some form of logic into that. Yeah, yeah. So with naps for up until about, I don't know, four or five, probably no, five or six months, it was all about awake time. So it didn't matter. He never had any consistency with his mm, naps. Mm. He always had, you know, as many naps as he needed until bedtime. Yeah. Pretty much what you could fit in. So the second he waked, woke up, 
the clock would go on mm-hmm. and depending on his age would depend on how long he was yeah. in that nap. And I would watch for the first sign of a sleepy sign, which could generally be rubbing the eyes yeah. when they're really little, their face goes red, their eyebrows go red. Remember that? Oh, yeah, he's dead. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Actually, that um, was the first the sign. The yawning. Yeah. Um, he never really got grisly. I was like a weapon with yeah. the sleepy signs. And so, when you say his eyes got red, he's, not his eyeballs went red. The skin around his eyes and his his brow went red. Which it generally would that would probably even be he's a teeny bit more tired than what I usually yeah. if he rubbed his eyes once, I'd pick him up and he's straight. Oh, he yeah, was straight yeah. in. So I would follow that and pretty much had fairly good naps consistently. Mm-hmm. You know, there'd be of course the days where I'd be patting him to sleep or sitting on the floor mm-hmm. or you know, having a bit of a teary with Ben just going, Oh my god, today is just a drainer. But all in all, he was pretty good with the naps. ball. The ball was our best friend. The yeah. um the football. Yeah and bouncing on the football, that was the that was the only thing for the longest period that that would put him to sleep. Like you'd hold him in did, your arms and bounce on the football. We did have to settle him to do that early on. So when yeah. I say we were good, we had a, a procedure that we would do to put yeah. him down. It was never Methodical. that he went straight down. Yeah. And then at about four months I started to be interested in self settling. And when I say self-settling, I don't mean control crying or any of that, but I just started to listen very carefully to his different cries. Mm. And some of them were, ah, and just mm-hmm. kind of whingy cries. And then there was a, like a full-blown cry. And for a little bit there, I tried to get him to kind of cry a little bit where if he ever went up and down, I wouldn't interject. I'd stay in the room with him, but I wouldn't pick him up. Yeah. And so if you could hear him going up and then down and up and then down, yeah. I'd know well, what I read was that that's him trying to kind of calm himself yeah, down. Yeah, okay. And I also just listened to myself. Like when I would cry, when I was either heartbroken yeah. or lost something or yeah, over never the years. Yeah, you the entire time. Exactly. Yeah. So yeah. I would think about how I felt when I was like trying to get it out mm. and then calm down again. Mm-hmm. Try and get it out and calm mm-hmm. down again. You're kind of trying. And sometimes think about it. If you were trying to get it out and then someone came in and gave you a hug, mm. sometimes you'd be like, and it just kind of mm. almost just be a bit awkward in the middle of me trying to get out whatever I yeah. need to get out. So I would always try and think about what would be awful or appropriate for me, you know, and what would be awful would be if I was howling and someone was sitting across from me watching me, not yeah. hugging me or touching me. But if I was kind of like, Trying to calm down a bit. You just sometimes need a bit of space yeah, to do yeah, that. Yeah. So he kind of caught on to that pretty quickly. Mm-hmm. Um, but like Ben said, for a long time, he had to be settled on the ball. Yeah. So he every single nap and every single sleep, in order for him to go down, we yeah, had to pat ball. him for probably on average about 20 minutes Mm-mm. to get him to sleep and then we put him in. Yeah. And... You know, it's not going to be for everyone. He was a he was a, a big baby. He was ten pounds four. So you know, he he was uh, as four point seven kilo. Yeah, as one uh, GP said, he's a he's a bonny baby. Mm. So he you know he he was able to be he was pretty robust. So bouncing on the football was what he liked. He he enjoyed that. Yeah, and we figured that out. So after yeah. many you know those nights where we were walking up and down the hallway or putting in the pram, rocking him back and forth with mm. my foot. Or I don't know, what else did we do? I would sing to him. I would take him into another room where I used to meditate with him. Singing worked for Mm, sure for a while. What was the song? Oh, yeah. What was the song I sang that he loved? It was so random. Um, Oh, yes. It was really random. It was like on a TV ad or something. No, it was on a TV ad. It was like... um, Oh, yeah. What was it, Ben? Uh, I can't remember. Yeah, try. You always say I can't remember and then you remember. It was like... Not um, an NRMA ad or something. It was like no. love, like love, 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 something like that. <laughs> I can't remember exactly what it was. Ben always gives up with any memories, like gives up. Is he crying? No. Sorry. No? Okay. I just thought I heard him crying. Um, no, I can't remember either. But anyway, he just particular, liked a few particular songs. Mm. And so after a while... We kind of, yeah, got the self-settling sorted, had to change him from the front room that he was originally in, his yeah. nursery, because it was quite loud and we couldn't block it out. So early days, block out the light, we is. got a sound machine. Yeah. What else did we do? 
uh, black blind. Mm-hmm. So that's one thing that we didn't have in the beginning, but has become like you know uh, an imperative. And is I to use a, a bit... blackout blind on the windows because um, and he's he's got it on his window in the room that he's in now, and it didn't really fit on the on the window we had in this room, so um, it didn't work as as well. But blocking out the light in the room is is imperative, particularly during the day. So mm. for day naps. I wasn't really for it. I was a bit of a hippie and thought, nah, he's got to learn how to sleep anywhere and all mm. this kind mm. of stuff. Um, but it just got to a point where I was like, if that can make our life easier for napping yeah, and it. he can go down quickly and then that doesn't cut into that time that you have yeah. by yourself, yeah. then we tried it and it definitely yeah. helped. Yeah. Um, so we moved him away from the noisy bedroom. We put a sound machine in. We put a blackout blind up also because the one that we got is travel. You can travel with it. Yeah. It's, it's called Sleepy Grow2, grow to, go to something, Grow2 to blinds. Um, you can buy them online. Mm. For like they got suction caps on them. Just yeah. suck them onto the window. My tip to that is hold the suction cap for a long time. Don't just stick them up and then be annoyed that it's not yeah. sticking. But it's like, it doesn't stick. I'm like... Every like suction cap you have to do at least for a minute. Yeah. Anyway, so we did that um, and we have we had a comforter much earlier than they recommend. And I he didn't really use the little giraffe comforter. Mm. I slept with it in my chest for all of our pregnancy. You slept with it under your armpit for, yeah, for, for, your yeah, for, a long for months time. during pregnancy. And yeah. he didn't really get into it that early. It was just there for him. You know, early days when he wasn't rolling or anything, oh, we left all kinds of things in his cot, like, because he couldn't move. But I remember yeah, Ben tiny. put a photo a up. If you go back to Ben's Instagram from when he was first born, was literally like, no, it wasn't. But No, I was chastised for have, for leaving for leaving toys in the back and end of the cot. But he well, wasn't no, moving anyway. I, I didn't give a shit about that. I just didn't want you to post it to everybody because yeah. everybody has their opinions on stuff. Sure. And awful things have happened to some babies. Like, yeah. I'm not denying that, yeah. you know. But anyway, so, yeah, we had all kinds of things on um, in his cot. But he sleeps in a sleeping bag that we got onto pretty early. Um, he slept with his arms in and swaddled for a long time, which mm. I'm still not sure how I feel if I went again. Bryn, at the same time, though, I don't think we could have done anything differently. His arms have always been of incredible interest to him and yeah. he has always, always had played that. With his hands. What's that that reflex what was that thing called? The moral um, reflex. Yeah, he had a very strong moral reflex and then has always been very obsessed with his fingers and his hands yeah. and it just was always in the way of him sleeping. So mm-hmm. um I think he had, he had such a strong reflex because he was just so big and he had big arms. Yeah. And... So and they just kind of it was sad. Sometimes it would really he would really not be able to control mm-hmm. it and it would he'd kind of hurt himself. So mm-hmm. We did use the swaddle, but I, I never really thought about not using it. I think that's when I get a bit annoyed because I just sometimes feel like we're never given options. It's kind of told, this is what you do, the end. And I yeah. just look at other babies sometimes on other Instagram accounts and see they're not swaddled. And I'm like, I never even thought not mm, to swaddle mm, him, mm. you know, because that transition from swaddling to a sleeping bag is kind of this like scary one which yeah. it actually doesn't have to be too scary but essentially at one point they do need to like go out with their arms out you know yeah. because if they roll they need to be able to lift their head up yeah um so then you transition into a sleeping bag so he sleeps in the love to dream you know i don't know it's like a two tog blah 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 tog um, the new world of togs. I don't even know what tog stands for. Shit, no, I don't. It's just on the stu- on the back it's of the It's just how thing. thick they are. But then I just get so annoyed. It like, how cold I'm like, it is. we completely signed up to all this consumerism. Like, does to- is togs not even a thing. It's an actual thing done by a brand of sleeping bags. No, I'm sure it is a, I mean. it is a, a standard, isn't it? It's ben, like an, an acronym for something. You don't have togs at cotton on sleeping bags or other things like that. It's just, it's love to dream. Right. And maybe, I don't know, Ergo Baby or whatever. But it's like... They've got a market like they. It's that's it, and I don't. I don't know. I get a bit full on with this stuff. I just have to surrender. That's the way it is. But it's like, I you don't do know. get a bit full on with it. Yeah, I just don't like it being so. You like to be au natural. Well, I just don't like that a baby thing has become. You, you're so tied to something that's sold at baby bunting. Mm, mm-hmm. Like there wasn't always a baby bunting, so I just kind of think, well, what the fuck was everyone doing before then? Yeah. <laughs> You know what I mean? There wasn't a tog scale at no, one no, point. No, no. They were and just so using a blanket. all the conversations yeah. around. Or a second like, blanket. With other yeah. mums are like, what tog are you putting your kid in tonight? Yeah, you're right. It's like, fuck it. I know Can you we mean. just use our head? Are you hot? Are they hot? Feel their back? Like, I just think that stuff is not taught as much anymore, which goes back to women's intuition, which we mm. all know I'm very mm. passionate about. 
I just think some of that ends up leading us to be less insightful in our own motherhood. Yeah. And I just think that's a goddamn shame because that's we true. have this power source in yeah, us yeah, now. Yeah, yeah. And I just think all these things are there to yeah. help, I guess. But I think it actually also encourages us not to use our yeah. Well, it's consumerism. Kind of We're all That's sucked into I mean. that. We all wear brands of clothes. And then once you have a baby, you see all these things are brands and they do but things babies, a certain way. You're like, way more intense I want them because to have you're that. trying to keep them alive. And it's yeah. the sale behind it yeah. is really intense safety. about, yeah. yeah, this safety bullshit. I'm like, fuck off. Yeah. He did sleep with a dummy for a yeah. bit. And then we had to ditch yeah. the dummy. Remember that? Ditching the dummy was, uh, was a tricky one because he was just so... Yeah, he was so accustomed to that. We would do anything like we were like we would do switching dummies the day to make sure they see. Yeah. yeah, switching dummies to make sure they would stay in um, and mm. not fall out. So uh, the reason we ditched the dummy was because he wasn't at an age where he could put it back in himself, mm. and he we found him really not needing it necessarily because when we put him down, he wouldn't have a dummy. Like so, we yeah. never put him to bed with a dummy. Yeah. But then through the night, what we found was it was easy for us to soothe him through the night with a dummy instead of having to get him up, pat him on the ball, yeah. whatever. So it was kind of like a... And that was held us off to the next feet, yeah. you know. So we'd use the dummy for that. But that does also mean that then later down the track it kind of bites you in the ass because if he's not actually wanting it and putting it back in his mouth and we're using it as a tool to help us, yeah. then when it falls out... He's going to expect you to put it back in, yeah, and then which all of is why he cries. Yeah, yeah, which then all of a sudden you're in trouble because you've created a dependency yeah. with his dummy to originally support you. That's now working against you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so a that's vicious where cycle. that's where we decided, and that's what they say. I think in these sleep things, it's really helpful because they say if it works for you, it's fine, and it worked for us until it didn't, and mm. then we were like, right, we've got to have to, we've got to have to get rid of that. So once we got rid of it. That's when he started to sleep through. Mm. We have a, a dream feed. Do you want to run everyone through our routine of what we do now? Or? Yeah. So now we we get to five o'clock and um, we feed him. And this works really well for him. Like this is where, you know, if it's out of order or things are missing, he starts to kind of um, get a bit confused, a bit unsettled. Um, so five o'clock we'll feed him some dinner and then half an hour later or so uh, he'll have a bath. Uh, and he loves that, loves having a bath. Um, and then we'll get him ready for bed and he goes to bed pretty much bang on six o'clock. Um, at the moment, you know, he's, you know, seven and a half months old, nearly eight months old. Um, if you count the two weeks overdue, he's eight months old. Mm. Um, and he's going through what they call, everyone calls this eight-month regression. But what I uh, liked um, that... Stay sent me the other day that I read was was that they're actually amazed by their own awesomeness. Yeah, it's a progression, not a regression. Yeah, it's a progression. Yeah. So they're kind of like, you know, waking up and they can get on all fours. So they're rocking back and forth. Um, and they're obviously thinking about all that stuff going, I want to be awake. I want to be doing this. I don't want to be, what is this sleep thing? This sucks. Why is it dark in here? I can't see anything. Mm. I'm absorbing all this information. I'm, I'm, I'm rad. Um, so... Um, he is kind of um, maybe getting a bit unsettled a couple of times in the night. But uh, a couple of weeks ago, and what it was like for months, was that he would go down at six. I would, uh, and still do, um, we give him a feed, a dream feed at 10 o'clock. Which is a formula feed. Which so is, I still breastfeed, yeah, uh, yeah, all day. He's breastfed the, all day. Yeah. And then at 10 <clears> o'clock <throat> in that dream feed, I formula feed him. Which we started probably two or three months ago. Just because I really wanted an off time yeah. and I just needed, when I got started to get a bit sick, I was like, I need something that allows me to go to bed earlier. I was, for a long time, we were doing the dream feed and I was expressing to do the dream feed. So I was like, might as well. I was finished expressing and then Ben would go feed him. And yeah. so it was like, it was just, it was there, it was there for Ben and Bryn to have a connection, but mm -hmm. I was not getting any benefit of it at all because I was mm. basically sitting there at nine o'clock expressing yeah, yeah. and then, yeah, not, not getting resting. the extra sleep. Yeah, yeah I yeah. still had to kind of work for that feed. So I was like... So okay. it just made sense. It was yeah. hard though. It's weird with the formula thing. I'm that was sure the first step different, First yeah. step to taking a bit of self-care. In in, I think so, yeah, yeah. for myself rather than for him. Not yeah. that it's a bad thing, but it just was yeah. prioritizing Absolutely. that time. Um, 
so yeah, so then I will uh, go in and feed him at 10 o'clock. Quite often I'll go to bed at 8.30, 9 o'clock and wake up at 10 o'clock and go in there and feed him. And then um, sometimes he wakes up when I walk in the room. Other times he doesn't and he wakes up when I pick him up. Um, but when I say wake up, he doesn't open his eyes. He just, he's, he's awake. Um, and I'll feed him and he'll go straight back down every time. So I'll put him back down. Um, and then he was sleeping straight through from there until mm. 6, 6.30 in the morning. Yeah, Often, we, had, we had a week of early wakes. Yeah. Which we kind of had to, you know, the biggest thing is your naps definitely affect your nights, I think. So mm. we mm. had to look at how much um, sleep he was getting during the day. So we that was where we decided to drop the third nap mm. uh, because mm. he would have this power nap. And just to also give a bit of clarification around his sleep time, he has always been keen on sleep at that time. Yeah. Like he, we've tried to move it to kind of a seven or, you know, yeah. even when, yeah. and yeah, he'll sleep, but he'll always be unsettled through the night. Overtired, or, yeah. Yeah, he'll wake up earlier. So sometimes you think if you're going to push your bedtime out, they'll wake up later. Yeah. That's just never been the case for him, which has told me that that six o'clock bedtime is just what he has mm. enjoyed. He just mm. is ready to go to bed at that time. Yeah. And so I've watched that across all the tracking, all the different types of things, the naps and how he was would nap late in the day and then still be tired at six. Like it mm. was like he just has always spoken to us as an early bedtime kid. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and so I don't know if that will change, but for the for the moment, he That's just goes he down beautifully yeah. every night at six. Like yeah. the last week, he's kind of been a little bit more unsettled where he's needed a bit of a pat-pat, you mm-hmm. know. But he'd wake up at 2 in the morning and and but I mean uh, after five that minutes. But I mean more at 6 o'clock, babe. Yeah, okay. I'm, I'm, that 6 o'clock bedtime. But Mostly settling himself he goes, in the night when he wakes up. Yeah, but talking specifically about yeah. the 6 p.m. bedtime, he will go down and you will not hear from him. Mm. He'll talk and he'll just put himself to sleep, you yeah. know. And so it just that just tells me that if he's not upset, he's ready. He yeah. enjoys it, you know, yeah. like... I talk to him now. He has this little comforter that I've called Boo Boo, and he I'm like <laughs> make it fun for him, and yeah. just kind of feels like we do a wind down. Have you explained that already? No. Yeah. Right. What? So how did you get from the dream feed if you haven't done the bath and stuff? Oh, I explained that. I didn't, oh. I, I didn't know what you meant by the wind down. Oh, yes. Yeah. I so thought you meant the wind, wind down, down when you were putting him in the cot. Oh, no. 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 So, yeah, I'll f- breastfeed him before he goes to sleep. Yeah. And then it's like really soft lights and we had a diffuser yeah. for a little bit and the sound machine and all that stuff. And then he just goes, you know. So yeah. that kind of says to me that's the time he wants to go to bed. Like why would yeah. you change it, you know? Yeah, absolutely. So, yeah, he sleeps. And so we changed the kind of early rising. We mucked around with the naps and whatever. And then I think at the end of the day – this week, I'm not going to look too much into it. You know, he is learning a lot. Mm. He's going through a lot. You give things a couple of weeks and if they don't level out, then maybe there is something that you want to shift, but you kind of have to wear some stuff when they're going through such progressions, yeah. I think. Yeah. Um, but, you know, it has also been a pretty good wake-up call to remember that, you know, these things are going to constantly happen. He's mm. going to have nightmares or wet the bed or do all yeah. these things. And But I can't wait for that. I can't wait for him to run up. That's what my brother was saying. He's like, just wait until you get this little dude who just runs up to the side of your bed in the night going, can I get in? Yeah. That's you know, going to be pretty cute. It is cute and it is amazing and it's all awesome. Like when yeah. I was up at 4.50 the other night and he wouldn't go back to sleep and I fed him and then he was wide awake in bed mm. with me. Ben's been sleeping on the couch and oh, long story, we do have spare rooms, but they're just not equipped. We're moving. It's just a bit of a nightmare right now. But um, We don't have a spare room. It's his room. Well, we do have a spare room that's an office that's now everything's been moved around. Like right. we, we do have another area for you to sleep. Right. You know what I mean? But um, the mattress is in his room, which anyway, whatever. So um, he was up and, you know, I just scratched his back and he laid there with me mm. for like, an, you know, 40 minutes or something and mm-hmm. just put his head on my head every now and then just to kind of almost give me a kiss. And I just mm. thought, oh, this is just... So sweet. It's yeah. so sweet. So you have those moments and it's it's all great. But at the end of the day, I think the moral of this episode is, is that you have to look after yourself. Like I think, you know, because you can cope with it doesn't mean you can take it lightly. Doesn't mean you should. Yeah. yeah. And when I say should, sure, what are you going to do? Not wake up to your baby, but... I think Ben and I should have slept in separate rooms earlier on. If yeah. we had have gone, if we go back again, we need to be able to divide and conquer. So we can't do. We were so excited to do everything together at the start, 
literally he would wake up and we'd both be awake. Yeah. Like, yeah. and just now looking back, it makes fucking zero sense. No. And so many people had said that. Yeah, we just couldn't, we just didn't do it. Yeah. Like, and I just don't think we wanted to, but mm, mm. if we had have had any idea that we were both going to get so burnt out from doing that approach, yeah. it was a bit codependency. Yeah, yeah, bit, yeah, yeah. I must admit. Yeah, we were just exciting. a little bit like. It had been a long, exciting. long road to get there. So yeah, we, we all wanted, wanted to, to experience all of it. it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And Ben, you're amazing like that because so many dudes that were working would just be like, fuck this. Whereas you were just like, all right, what, what do I do? Like, yeah. how do we do this? What are you going to do? Like, you Because I was working too, to be fair. Mm, so mm. instead of giving us... When I did get sick, eventually we did split rooms and, you know, Brim was still in this room, in our room. So yeah. I could go into the spare room and get a proper night's sleep and it just made the yeah. world of difference to prioritise that. So yeah. going again, um, we definitely will learn yeah. the divide and conquer when it comes to sleep. You've got to learn the lessons yourself though, don't you? It's sad that you sleep in different rooms and you mm-hmm. miss each other and it is. it can be a little bit lonely for the first 10 minutes and then you fall asleep yeah <laughs> and then you wake up a new person yeah you do so yeah. you deal yeah you know you get a different kind of sleep when you sleep on your own oh shit yeah More especially shit. when you're exhausted yeah. um okay so do we have a quick time for a question because yes we... i think we have a quick we have time for a quick question all right why are you talking like a host again like oh, a sorry i was just dropping in oh, yes we do we have time for a quick question so do we want a baby one or do we want like more of a relationshipy one well i think it'll probably be a baby one because we've just talked about babies yeah but that's what i was saying like should we mix it up so anyone that's not into this might want to listen to it well they've gotten this far so okay so let's just do a bit of both um did the romance intimacy change in its form and grow slash or subside once Bryn was born? Um, Is a question from Al. I think, look, I think it's always going to change and it definitely did change initially. Um, You've just got to make sure you make time for each other. But it it definitely changes. It's definitely not the same as it was before because um, you go from being a two to a three and you can't just give a hundred percent attention to each other anymore. You've got someone else that needs your attention. You must give him attention for him to survive. So, and that's a massive change in itself. So love goes from being uh, really, you know, romantic in that sense to also loving someone because it's about survival. Um, So it does shift and it is mixed in a little bit. Um, and it did shift for us. And I have to say, yeah, you have to work hard at remembering um, to be romantic, I think. I'm just thinking about my take on this, you know, because I think at one level it can be as the most romantic thing ever because you're kind of here in this other level of intimacy that you'll I think never that's what share I mean. with anyone. But the survival again, things. that same thing is you can really thrive off that as romance. Yeah. And actually what we've learned... And are still learning, and I think, yeah, are still learning how to activate it, not just talk about it, mm-hmm. is to give yourself romance separate to that yeah. new romantic but it's not really romantic. It's like this new intimacy, I yeah, should yeah, say, yeah. that involves a different person. Yeah. And so you can kind of really thrive off this yeah. new You have part. to recognise that and celebrate yeah. that, though, as well. And separate them, yeah. I think. Yeah. Um, and we still haven't really gone on a date night, have we? No, no, I mean, no. we went out with friends and we've been out with friends, but we haven't really done the two, us two, two thing. Mm-hmm. Um, a, it's expensive because we don't have help here. So I'm sure mm. we'll do it a lot more when we move closer to people that can help us. Yeah. Um, and when I say expensive, it's not really just about that. It's just more as well, like, it's such a big thing to do. I don't know. It's, it's a... You just can't do it as commonly as I think you would like. So you're not exactly putting it in as a weekly thing. You know what I mean? That's why I mean by an expense. It's not something anymore that you can be like date night every Saturday, you know. So then when you lose that routine, making one off date night, which isn't expensive, just becomes like this massive thing. It just kind of, you just don't do it because it's like, well, it's not your birthday. It's just one of those things. Um, (laughs) Yes. Which is stupid, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. What are you laughing at? <laughs> no, it's, it's just laughing at just saying, well, it's not your birthday or anything. It's just one of those things. Yeah. <laughs> Kick up. <laughs> I just thought it was cute. Um, so, yeah, I think we're still learning. And I think mm. 
you know, it's interesting in a few questions, a lot of questions which we will get to over the next few episodes are about intimacy and that situation. And, and for us, it's also a whole new thing because we already have a lot of differences maybe not differences, but we've had a lot of challenges with the things we have to overcome because yeah. of Ben's prostate cancer diagnosis yeah. and, the, and the outcomes of that. It just means that you just have to be a bit more creative and, and, and schedule things in a little bit more. Yeah. And it, it isn't necessarily, if you're tired, th- those things that already ache on, I think a man and a woman's libido are a little bit more, um, I guess, exaggerated for you in your yeah, you know absolutely. in that field yeah, yeah. so you know when it comes to sex and stuff you know they, these are things that we've always had to kind of be very yeah. on top of and are still working of. on how to be on top of that yeah. in amongst this as well yeah. but to be fair i am a very big believer that your like that intimacy and the greatest intimacy and the quickest connector is through a kind of a romantic sexual intimacy yeah yeah doesn't have to be penetration but then does need to be a form of that body connection yeah um yeah. skin to skin yeah so, so to speak. um but at the same time just because i'm onto it and want it doesn't mean it always happens does no, it babe no. and no, we will doesn't. go into that because there's a specific question on guys libidos which i think is so yeah. great that she's asked but well i, I think mean, we can do a whole, whole other thing probably do a whole episode of that. yeah but but yeah i think the only thing i was gonna say just to kind of round it out is that um you really need to be conscious of it. You can see once you have a kid how easy it would be to just get overtaken by that sense of duty in looking after that child and putting them first and just forgetting your relationship and that you need to keep working on it. Um, I definitely think the romance has dropped from your perspective. Yeah, yeah. You know, I think, and I've, I've said that to you, you know, like I think I still sometimes find myself because we did everything so quickly, I have a very close grab to our honeymoon period. Yeah. Whereas I think a lot of people that have children, the honeymoon period was maybe 10 years ago. Whereas because we work pretty quickly, it's still there. For me, yeah, it was yeah. only like, what, two or three years ago. And so I often do find myself comparing to some degree, yeah, where we were. And obviously it's different, but there's just always those days where you're like um, – flowers or just those random things just they just don't happen unless you bring it up and then you kind of respond but it never feels the same as like being random yeah yeah so i think we're just like everyone else like it they don't those things do change and do you try and recreate what you had at the beginning or do you try and find a new normal it's got to be a new normal it's not your life is a new normal so it's got to be a new normal you can't just accept the same things and expect the same things. I think that took me a long time to accept yeah. and probably still am accepting. Yeah, yeah. Because we didn't have that block in the middle. You know what I mean? So it's like, I don't know, it's weird. But I think a lot of people find it hard to accept that because it's like this kind of influx of all these feelings that you then find yourself comparing the rest of your relationship to and you can find yourself really stuck if you do that. Yeah, absolutely. Mm. I think yeah, you've got to move with it. That's and that's the thing. That's what I mean by being conscious as well. You've got to that the, all of it comes into that. It's a good conscious point. of your situation, conscious of what each of you need now, um, and not and where you were before. And look for the romance in the things that are happening. Sorry to cut you off, but I mean the fact that Ben brings me coffee every morning. As much as I might need to remind myself that that's romantic, mm. it is a really yeah. lovely thing that you do. And it has become routine and it's all of those things. But I can make that romantic if I choose to yeah. because it is romantic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But you can also choose to see it as a entitled routine. Yeah, sense of duty, you know, yeah. So it can be very much about how you choose to label it yeah. that ends up being the difference between you feeling like whether you've got romance in your life or yeah, not. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And sometimes you need to find the labels in things that are sweet in your everyday because it may just be impossible with a new baby for you to kind of get these, you know, intense gestures. Also, they just end up meaning way less. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Like a coffee in bed with a kiss, you know, even a kiss in the morning. Yeah. Sometimes if we're like you're changing him or whatever and you'll just come and give me a real big pash 
<laughs> in the morning to say good morning. It's yeah. just gorgeous. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, well, you so... have a few little surprises here and there, a bit of spontaneity. <laughs> yeah. What's wrong with that? That's what it is. Yeah, I guess. Anyway, I think we can go uh, more into this in, a, in another episode. I think we can, we can probably... We could probably but I hope ro- that answered Al's question. Yeah, I think we can round if, it out there. If you do have any other questions, yeah, podcast at Stacey June. Um, you can email us if there's something longer that you'd like to say or, um, yeah, always DM us on Instagram. Yes, please do. It's great to hear your questions and, mm. and, and we'll get to one in each episode. Um, okay. Thank you, babe. That was another... Uh, that was another great conversation. I enjoyed this time together. I really do enjoy this time together. It's, it's lovely. Um, We're forced to talk really nicely to each other too. Yeah. Like, not that we don't usually, but you can just get into that real monotonous kind of tone with each other sometimes. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Reckon? Whereas yeah. this kind of almost forces you to connect as different parts of yourself that is like a date in a way, yeah, isn't it? Yeah. Like, it is. Yeah, yeah, it is. Yeah. Talk yeah. more on this than we do on some dates. Mm. Um, okay. Yeah, time we'll, for dinner. Uh, yeah, it's time for dinner. I'm getting hungry. Yeah. Um, all right. We'll speak to you all on the next one. Thanks for listening. Yeah. If uh, it Just as a quick, if you do have anybody that are trying to conceive, season one is the place yeah. for you to push them. Um, we also have a support group uh, called um, Couple Goals TTC Community, yeah. which is on Facebook, um, which is, you know, 100 people that have just mm. you've been in the process of trying for a baby, either are or have been through it. Um, and it's just there for you to ask any questions if you like. Um, it's always there and there's lots of different conversations of threads that you can go back and have a look at if you like. Yeah, yeah. Um, and because you might want to go back and find our story if you're new to this, but we will always be in a fertility um, situation. We'll never be able to conceive naturally. So that yeah. storyline for us will always be relevant. So, yeah. Um, yeah, please go and join that if you feel like you need extra support. And if you've liked this episode or you've liked the podcast, share it any, with any new mums, new parents, um, and subscribe. We'd love that support. And leave a rating and review if you feel so obliged. Thanks for listening. Thanks, everybody. Bye. Bye. This has been another Bijou Podcast production. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.